Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. Broadcasting Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. Thank you so much for coming over from Clyde's show to The Secret Teachings. It is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. 
If you'd like to reach out to me directly tonight, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Search the show name, The Secret Teachings, on any radio or podcast player or application. You'll be able to find the show and listen and download the show, but there are annoying advertisements in those free archives, so we have the full non-monetized archive on our website, and if you subscribe to that, you keep us on air. You also provide yourself with limitless content. We're always producing new content, again, Monday through Friday. You'll also get access to the montage archive, plus a private RSS feed that you can plug into your player, your application, so you can listen to the show and download it without those advertisements, and you don't have to be on the website to do it. And you'll also get access to all of my books in digital form that you can read and download. That includes my new book, Liberty Shrugged, which is also available for softcover purchase. www.thesecretteachings.info Ever so slightly, the noose has been loosened in regard to the so-called COVID-19 pandemic, which, according to Klaus Schwab, does not pose a existential threat. Did you notice that? Did you notice that the noose has been slowly removed? It still might be hanging around the neck of Jesse Smollett, but it's been slowly removed from American society. But you might not have noticed that, because when power is up for grabs... In early 2020, every single day becomes a state of emergency. And it becomes a state of emergency because those in power and those who are trying to obtain more power want you to know who is in charge and whose orders you must follow. And they'll use any statute. It doesn't matter how old it is and how unrelated it is as we saw with the Centers for Disease Control, to claim that they actually have more power than they really do. And they know and they understand that all they have to do is claim the power and it will take sometimes generations, but at the very least years, for courts to declare that that power is unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional, etc., But when the opposite happens, it's a lot different. When power is relinquished, when orders expire and are not renewed, when declarations that a pandemic is over, it's usually done very, very quietly. Nobody notices. It's done with the quiet tiptoe of a thief coming in the night. You don't hear about it. See, back in 2020, I was living in New York Rochester, a couple hours west of the big city. And I remember there on local news, it was also a national story. They turned New York City into what looked like the purge. And they were playing in some cities purge sirens. Not just people on the streets. Some cities were playing that. We had this big red Sauron looking light at the top of a skyscraper in New York City, like a, like a, uh, um, a lighthouse circling 
over the city, letting people know this was a state of emergency. We saw that all over the country. And we saw the orders, the mandates, and all that. Because they wanted you to know who's in charge, and they wanted you to know who's keeping you safe while terrifying you to stay in your home. Now, you all know that. But what about when power is relinquished? What about when the narrative collapses and falls apart and it de-justifies all of the power grabbing, all of the greedy, power-hungry fear mongers? What happens when they become de-justified? What happens when they become discredited? Is there an angry mob? Is there a federal investigation? Do people even care? Are you even aware? Probably not, because when power is relinquished, it's done again with the quiet tiptoe of a thief in the night. See, something really incredible is happening right now. I don't want to make things a political issue, but everything boils down to a political issue, especially when virtually every form of media makes it a political issue. And when most people on social media make it about their political views. Look, I don't care what your political views are. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Don't try to lock me in my home. Don't try to force me to take a shot or wear a mask as a condition of employment or as a condition of engaging in commerce. Don't tell me I can't shake hands. Don't tell me I can't go out and go to the grocery store. Don't tell me I can't do things. I don't care what your politics are. But I've noticed something very interesting, and I've actually had a few people reach out to me and tell me the same thing, that they're noticing this as well. Democrats are walking back their policies on the pandemic. And Republicans who don't want to be labeled anti-science or cruel, they don't want to be labeled as inconsiderate or killing grandma, as the term became during the so-called COVID-19 crisis. They're maintaining the narrative. A lot of people on the right are maintaining the narrative that was largely established by the corporate establishment and by large portions of the pro-science, as they say, left in American politics. In other words, and in simple terms, Democrats are walking back their policies. Republicans are maintaining those policies and those narratives because they're afraid of being called anti-science or because they actually believe in those narratives, which many Republicans do. In fact, most of the mainstream establishment does. Vaccines were pushed by both political parties. Remember that, both. And Donald Trump is a failed leader. Donald Trump still promotes and believes in the, quote, vaccine because that's part of his political career. That's part of what he did as president, Operation Warp Speed, right? So vaccines were pushed by both political parties. And now that they're publicly admitted to cause harm, they're publicly admitted, it's publicly acknowledged. We've seen the dozens of pages of side effects that Pfizer and the FDA covered up. We see hospitals running videos telling parents and children that myocarditis is a perfectly normal thing. Sure, it's exploded in the last two years, according to Veers. Of course, we've got thousands of cases. 
We're talking about a few hundred in 2020. We've got almost 30,000 in 2021, close to 25,000 in 2022. We're talking thousands of percentage points of increase for myocarditis. There's nothing at all that would explain that except for an actual shot, which is the side effect, well-known, even by the people that manufacture it, it's well-known to cause myocarditis. So they're making you think that this is a normal thing, that it's totally, totally normal for children to have swollen hearts. It's totally normal. But doctors can give you more drugs, maybe even surgery, and they can play around with your body and your genetics, and they can heal you from the problem that they've created, right? So although both political parties pushed the vaccine, now that it's publicly admitted that they cause harm, the blame is being placed on Republicans. Have you noticed that? Particularly Donald Trump. And let's be clear, Donald Trump is responsible for Operation Warp Speed. And if he was a real leader, he would walk back his support of that program and say that he was duped. But he's not. He's a failed leader. I've been saying that for months. He's a failed leader. I'm not supported Donald Trump. I don't support Donald Trump. And I'm tired of hearing about Donald Trump. But I've noticed that the political left is now accusing and placing responsibility for their actions on the political right. Remember, states like South Dakota and states like Florida maintained an open environment. Those states, Florida in particular, became a safe haven for anybody, including politicians who wanted to vacation in a place that wasn't locked down. That's a Republican state under the governor, Ron DeSantis. However, if you look at the opposite of that in places like California, where they were locked down, places like Los Angeles, where the mayor told people, if you have parties, we will cut off your water and power. We saw a mass exodus of people from California to places like Arizona, places like Florida. Likewise, we saw a mass exodus of people from New York for very similar reasons or the same reasons. We saw this this change. We saw people flooding to the Republican Party. In fact, according to NPR, millions, just over the last six months, millions of people have left the Democratic Party and have become Republicans or there are millions who have become independents as a result of everything that's happened in the last two and a half, three, three and a half years. This is statistical, factual data, and it tells us something. People are not trusting in the people and the party that were primarily behind the lockdowns and the quarantines and the forced vaccines and all of this. And I want you to think about that for a moment because the blame for all of those things, the blame for California, the blame for New York, it's being placed on people like Ron DeSantis who kept the state of Florida open. Now, I don't have a political viewpoint I'm trying to shove down your throat. I'm simply making an observation. Maybe you didn't hear it, but Joe Biden, our president, declared unilaterally that the pandemic is over. There's no more pandemic. He said, if you look around, you see people not wearing masks. The pandemic is over. Did you know that the pandemic is over? Is that going to stop businesses from forcing people to get booster shots or at least attempting to force them to get booster shots? 
They legally cannot because these booster shots are simply authorized under emergency use authorization. But Joe Biden has declared that the pandemic is over. And now we're watching the Republican establishment maintain the narrative. We're watching a political changing of the guard. We're watching Republicans regurgitate the scientific medical dogma. Take a listen to Joe Biden. You know, the guy who told you that if you get these vaccines, you won't get sick. Now he tells you the pandemic is over just in time for the midterm elections. Does nobody else notice that? It's all a political game. It has nothing to do with health. It has nothing to do with viruses. It has nothing to do with vaccines. It's all about your compliance and it's all about getting power by scaring you and then claiming and positioning yourself to be the savior. So vote for us and we'll make the world a better place, despite the fact that we've destroyed it over the last three years. Here's Joe Biden telling you the pandemic is over. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. So the pandemic is over. It's over. You heard him say it. The pandemic is over. People aren't wearing masks anymore. So it's over. So I guess if you just took your masks off to begin with, as soon as you put them on, it would have been over then. The more you comply, the more you'll have to comply. And the more you have to comply, the more you'll have to comply. But as soon as we take our masks off and we look like we're doing okay, suddenly the pandemic is over. But you'll notice if you pay attention to what the White House says, they tend to disagree with the president. According to an administration official from the White House talking to CNN, the pandemic is not over and there's no plans, according to CNN, no plans to lift the public health emergency, which has been in place since January of 2020 and has been extended through October 13th. So think about that for a moment. The president declares the pandemic is over. Nobody's wearing their masks. Everybody looks like they're doing okay. And then CNN reports an administration official says that the president's comments do not mark a change in policy toward the administration's handling of the virus. And there are no plans to lift the public health emergency, which has been in place since January 2020 and is currently extended through October 13th. In other words, it doesn't really matter what the president says. We are going to maintain this power because we still have to fight this elusive, invisible thing. Now, you'll notice that there's a trend and a pattern here. Remember when Joe Biden said he's going to get rid of your student debt? Remember when Joe Biden said he was going to get rid of the federal gas tax? Well, he has no authority to do either one of those. He has to go to Congress, right? And if you look up the federal gas tax bill where they're going to suspend the gas tax, it's yet to be voted on. They never suspended the gas tax, federal gas tax. Congress has not voted on eliminating your student debt. You're, yeah, you can go sign up for it, but Congress has to authorize it. They've yet to do that. And now the president tells you, look, the pandemic's over. But then the White House says <laughs> he, doesn't have, he, he doesn't really know what's going on. The pandemic's not actually over, and we're not going to lift our public health emergency. 
But see, the average person just hears, I don't have to pay my loans back. Look, gas went down 10 cents. They got rid of the federal gas tax. Pandemic's over. And it takes somebody who's paying attention to tell them he doesn't have the authority to do those two things. And according to the White House, if you pay attention to what they say, contrary to what the president says, it's like a bait and switch or a good cop, bad cop. Pandemic's not over and they're not going to relinquish. They're not going to lift the public health emergency. I'd imagine they'll extend it again after October 13th. But they keep telling you these things because they want you to think that they are making informed, educated, intelligent, wise decisions and that they have all this power to unilaterally do whatever they want to do to make you feel like you have leaders that care about you and that they're getting things done. Even though what they're telling you, none of it's actually happening. This is psychological warfare at its best. And the psychological aspects of this are truly stunning. And sure, Republicans are just as responsible. Your congressman, your senator. But it was the Democratic Party in particular that was primarily behind the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the quarantine of the healthy. All the Republican states followed suit. And now the resulting from COVID-19 lockdowns and from global lockdowns and from the burning and the exploding of various food manufacturing and processing plants. And now with union strikes for rail lines, the resulting economic collapse, which is hard to tell as a first class, first world citizen of the United States. It's hard to really grasp and wrap your head around what's happening because you still have pretty much unlimited food. You still have access to pretty much unlimited everything but not so much in the rest of the world and the economic collapse, which includes, yeah, higher gas prices, food, cost of living, inflation, etc. These are things that now are apparently things that the same people who are responsible for them, they can fix them, right? They'll be able to fix them as long as you vote for the right party and the right person. Not only that, but we've seen Joe Biden claim responsibility for lower gas prices He's claimed responsibility for making life more affordable, despite the obvious cost increases, despite the inflation, which has remained steady, and despite the so-called declaration that the pandemic is over. He said this yesterday, the pandemic is over. I just played it for you. The pandemic is over. Now, a lot of places, they've already rolled back some places a year ago, some places a year and a half ago, some places never had them, or at least not for very long They've rolled back all the mandates. They've rolled back all the, all the so-called laws that weren't actually laws. And that shows you they're not actually laws. They just signed a resolution for city council or an executive order for the governor. And now it's being claimed that vaccine side effects, which we were told did not exist, they're safe and effective. And all the subsequent suffering and death is actually the fault of a former president. I mean, the complexity of this narrative is by no means a coincidence. It's by no means an accident. And we can be in, I think we can be assured that when we examine this, there is an organizing force which is 
textbook tyranny. And it's operating through willing political participants and people that just because they're, they're in power, just because they're in Congress or the Senate doesn't mean they're too bright, doesn't mean they have courage. People that aren't necessarily willing, but they recognize if we don't go along with this, we'll be branded forever with a anti-science, anti-human, anti-this, anti-that association. And this is the thing that is, I find very disturbing, that we don't recognize when the noose is loosened, when power is perceptually relinquished, nobody notices, nobody seems to care. We only care when really bad things happen. We only care when there's a purge siren. We only care when there's a big red light in New York telling us all to stay in our homes. We only care when the governor says, I have total authority to do whatever I want to do. We only care when really bad things happen. When really good things happen, when the power is admittedly a fraud, when courts overturn mandates or what people think are laws, when they overturn executive orders, when a judge in Florida overturns the mask mandate, when another judge in Florida, you might not have seen this, it's part of that quiet thief in the night type of a thing. A federal judge in Florida, Stephen Mary Day has issued an injunction against the Department of Defense. Guess what? The U.S. Marine Corps does not have to get the vaccine. As long as this injunction stands, they cannot be fired. They cannot be removed or punished for refusing on religious grounds to obtain that mRNA shot. And yet, how much of the media has covered this story? It's a very quiet story. And you know when it happened? It happened a month ago. I just saw it a week ago, and I was waiting to talk about it on an upcoming show, which is tonight here on The Secret Teachings. The Marine Corps does not have to get the vaccine as a condition of maintaining their employment. Nobody tells you that, though, because it's like a thief in the night. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Thesecretteachings.info is the website. And there's a lot more to get into coming up in the second segment of tonight's show. Stay with us. You don't want to miss it. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged, I wrote Liberty Shrugged to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700-page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the Founding Fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. 
We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the follow back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us. When power is up for grabs, everybody in power. And everybody who's coming to power wants you to know who's in charge, who's making the rules, who's setting the policies. They want you to think that those policies and those rules are laws, that you can't disobey them. And they threaten you with arrest. They threaten you with fines if you even dare to think about defying their policies and orders that they promote as laws and tell you that it's illegal, it's unlawful to not do what we tell you to do. But ever so slightly as the noose is removed, most of us don't notice. Because when that power is up for grabs, every single day becomes a state of emergency. So you know who is in charge. You know whose orders you must follow. You know what you have to do or you will be arrested or fined, etc. Or you'll be attacked verbally and physically by members of your own community, maybe even members of your own household or family in general. But when that power is relinquished, it's done with a quiet tiptoe of a thief in the night. In fact, not just when power is relinquished, but sometimes when power is displayed. You might have noticed if you read and paid attention to the things that I read and paid attention to, such as resolutions from city councils, such as executive orders from governors, most of them had stipulations such as 
you don't actually have to follow this order if you know the law. You don't actually have to do what we demand you to do because demanding you and demanding of this of you and forcing you to do this is actually illegal and unlawful. But if you choose to do it, then you are mandated to do it. Our, our policy here in Tucson, the resolution from the city council literally said that if you choose not to abide by the city council's resolution for a mask mandate, you're exempt from it. A lot of it has to do with wording. A lot of it has to do with how you ask questions, such as, as a business, can I enforce this mandate? And the city council health department says, sure, you can enforce it. But when you ask the question, does the business have to enforce it? Will they be fined? Will they be investigated? The health department quickly tells you, I've recorded all this here in Tucson. They quickly tell you, no, 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 no. You, you do not have to follow this order. And why do they tell you that? Because it's illegal. It's unlawful. They cannot force you to do it. I've been telling you this for, well, since early, mid-2020. They can't force you to do it, so they use words to convince you that you have to do what they tell you to do. But when the power is pulled back, there were businesses here in Tucson recently that have just taken their mask mandate signs down, despite the fact that there hasn't been a mask mandate or and even a resolution in the city of Tucson for about a year now almost. This is around the time I moved here last year. Businesses either forgot or they're just now getting notice that, hey, you can take that down. It's okay now. I mean, people have been so brainwashed and so traumatized that it does not matter what the rule of law is. It does not matter what is logical. It, none of that matters. What matters is compliance and feeling like you're part of the winning team. Now, something very strange is happening. I've noticed it. Friend of mine, Joseph Lavelle, has noticed it. He messaged me yesterday. And a couple of other listeners have actually messaged me about this and asked me the same question, or they've alluded to the same point. Have you noticed how there are a lot of donkeys that are walking back their stands on the virus and on vaccines, and there's a lot of elephants that are maintaining that narrative. What reason? I, I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't want to be called anti-science. Maybe it's because they actually believe it. Maybe it's because they don't want to sound cruel for backing off of their political stance now for, I mean, two, two solid years. But the donkeys are walking back their policies while the elephants who don't want to be labeled anti-science are maintaining the narrative because it's become the status quo. It's become mainstream. And although vaccines were pushed by both political parties and they're now admittedly causing harm in a variety of different ways, the blame is being placed on a former president. The blame is being, is being placed on those elephants. I don't care what your politics are. I'll say it again. I don't care what your politics are. I'll say it again. I don't care what your politics are. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. But I'm noticing this. I'm noticing this change. A lot of you I know have noticed it too because you've messaged me about it. It's really weird, isn't it? 
Remember all the all the statements by people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Remember all the statements by the politicians and the media. Don't take this vaccine. It could be dangerous. It's been created too quickly. It's Donald Trump's fault. But as soon as Donald Trump leaves office, it's mandates for the vaccine or you can't go to school, you can't go to work, you can't be in the military. But then they don't tell you, they don't really even explain it to the public when the Supreme Court says you can't force people to get a vaccine as a condition, especially for religious and medical reasons, as a condition of employment. So they rolled back that executive order because it wasn't a law and the Supreme Court struck it down. The same way they struck down the eviction uh Eviction notices from the CDC where they said that we're going to just keep people in their homes. You can't evict them. CDC had no statutory authority to do that. So then they they go with the military mandate and the Supreme Court allowed that to ride for the for the medical for the medical uh, industry. And uh, now a court has looked at the military mandate. A group called Liberty Council has sued Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and the U.S. District Court of Florida Judge Stephen Maryday has issued an injunction against the DOD and the U.S. Marine Corps allowing Marines with religious objections to refuse COVID vaccine mandates imposed by the Biden administration. Did anybody tell you that? Nobody told me that. I had to dig it up. I had to come across it. I had to find it. Few people sent me some some links to this as well. August twenty third, Judge Stephen Maryday issued the injunction. So now, until that injunction expires, hopefully they can get a solid ruling before then. You cannot be fired. You cannot be punished for refusing a vaccine in the Marines. Are they even telling the Marines that? Well, they sent out a notice on September fourteenth. Just now, just this last week, the notice reads, the, quote, Marine Corps will not enforce any order to accept COVID-19 vaccination administratively separate or retaliate against Marines in the class for asserting statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. In other words, the Marines, the federal government is acknowledging we were separating and retaliating and firing Marines for asserting their statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Did anybody else pick that up? The Marines, the federal government said, we were actively engaged in violating the rights of U.S. soldiers. We were actively engaged in violating their, quote, statutory rights particularly when those Marines said, I'm not getting it. I have a religious exemption. So if the injunction expires or if another court attempts to overturn it, or let's say the president tries to reinforce it, because this is all just a litmus test to see who is going to follow orders and who is not going to follow orders. So we're going to get rid of all these good soldiers, all the good police, all the good firefighters, all the good paramedics. We're going to get rid of all the good people because it's a purge, just like the CCP routinely does of their party. And particularly during the 1950s and 60s and 70s, 
when they would purge and they would actually just execute people. Even good people. To let everybody else know, don't ask questions. Do not step out of line. So the Marines are telling you, this is so big. The Marines are telling you, they're telling their people, we violated your statutory rights. So those Marines had statutory rights, but the president violated them. The Marine Corps violated them. The Department of Defense violated them. They're admitting it. This is the Marine Corps admitting we violated your rights. Oops, sorry, we won't enforce this anymore. That should be a front page headline in every newspaper across the country. But just like when the Supreme Court decided that you can't force businesses with 100 or more employees to take, can't force those employees to take shots as a condition of employment, the Supreme Court said that's unconstitutional. You can't do that. Statutory authority doesn't exist for the CDC. The executive order is not a law. And OSHA doesn't have this authority. OSHA doesn't have the statutory authority. Like the CDC doesn't have the statutory authority. So... What happened? Well, there were a few news stories about it, highly misleading, suggesting to people, we did a show on on this at the time, suggesting to people that, well, the Supreme Court ruled this, but businesses can choose to enforce it if they want to anyway. That's what they said. That's what they did. And that should, that should really disturb everybody. It doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. It doesn't matter what authority OSHA or the CDC has doesn't really matter what businesses even want. Everybody is just traumatized, terrorized and harassed into participating. And then when we learn that vaccines or MRNA shots don't actually protect you and they actually make you really sick And if you get them in Iceland, you're more likely to go to the hospital than if you don't get them. And when you have people that are getting multiple shots and they're still getting very, very sick and people that don't get sick and don't even test positive. And Johns Hopkins University says if you don't test positive, you probably still have it if you believe that you have it. And they roll back the numbers. Thousands of people never died because they were glitches on a computer screen. And they're rolling back the whole narrative, the whole narrative. And remember, Joe Biden says, you're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. You're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations. Yet you still got covid. And now they're telling you, well, at least Joe Biden's telling you the White House kind of disagrees that the pandemic is over. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. So it's changing. Everybody looks to be doing pretty good. Nobody's wearing masks. The pandemic is over. The White House disagrees. Experts disagree. ABC News says, is the COVID pandemic really over? Like Biden says, experts say no. 
So the experts say, no, the pandemic's not over. And the White House says, according to an administration official, that they have no plans to lift the public health emergency, which has been in place since January 2020 and is currently extended through October 13th. So another couple of weeks. And then they'll extend it again and extend it again. Just like New York City. New York City has been under perpetual emergency since around the same time in 2020. And remember, Donald Trump declared that emergency. That was not Joe Biden. Donald Trump declared that emergency. I think a lot of Trump supporters can't grasp that concept. And sure, the left politically speaking, the donkeys are right. Donald Trump is responsible for Operation Warp Speed. Donald Trump is responsible for giving money to states that enforce lockdowns. But maybe we're missing some of, con- some of the context to this. Maybe we're missing a lot of the context to this. See, a lot of people are now telling us that it's because of Republicans and Donald Trump that we had all these terrible consequences. Personally, I think Donald Trump was a failed leader myself, but that's not really the point. The point is, now that the Democrats and the donkeys are walking back their pandemic policies, Republicans who don't want to be labeled anti-science are maintaining the narrative. Although vaccines were pushed by both political parties, now that they're publicly admitted to cause harm, the blame is being, repla- is being placed on Republicans, elephants, and Donald Trump. And now with Joe Biden declaring unilaterally that the pandemic is over, the Republican establishment is maintaining the narrative in large parts. For whatever reason, I don't know. But they're doing it through the regurgitation of scientific medical dogma. And the psychological aspects of this are really, really incredible. It's, it's, you know, it's like although elephants are just as responsible, the donkeys were behind vaccine mandates, mask mandates, lockdowns, quarantines of the healthy, economic collapse, etc., in large part because of their policies in places like California, places like Oregon, places like New York, and yet places like Florida, places like South Dakota didn't do all of this, Florida in particular, and yet somehow it's Ron DeSantis' fault, but it's not Governor Newsom's fault. It's not the mayor of Los Angeles who told people, I will cut off your water and power if you have friends over when I tell you to not talk to your friends and family. Like third world, banana republic, dictator level kind of stuff. He's not a dictator, though. Ron DeSantis, apparently, according to mainstream news, he's the dictator. I actually read an article the other day. They said Ron DeSantis was a communist who wanted to kill people and ban books. Makes no sense because they've instituted a policy of teaching people about the dangers of communism. But what does it matter? Facts don't matter in the postmodernist world. Reality doesn't matter in the postmodernist world. What matters is emotion and identity. Even if that identity is wholly manufactured and synthetic and artificial. So what you have here is, yes, Donald Trump was the president. 
Yes, Donald Trump was behind Operation Warp Speed. Yes, Democrats told you not to take the vaccines. They don't trust it because of Donald Trump. And then Donald Trump and Joe Biden transition power, although Democrats will say he didn't transition power peacefully. And then when Biden gets in office, it's mandate, 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 mandate. And then the courts have to say illegal, unlawful, illegal, unlawful, illegal, unlawful. Federal judges have to say illegal, unlawful. You don't have the authority. 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 But what does mainstream media do when it's mandate, 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 mandate? They're like mandate, 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 mandate. But when it's illegal, 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 unlawful, 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 the mainstream media is like, well, we don't really care to report that. So people keep thinking, oh, it's a law. Oh, I still have to do it. Businesses are still terrified because they're just as numb or arrogant and ignorant or just as, uh, let's say, stupid in some cases, just as unaware as their employees are. They think they're going to get fined or they're going to get shut down or investigated. Nobody wants to report when the noose is loosened, though. But when it's an emergency, everybody has to panic so we know who is in charge and who can make the panic subside. What we know is that the left in particular are claiming that they have lowered gas prices, they've made life more affordable, and that they are getting your student loans forgiven and that they're ending the pandemic. I didn't realize you could just simply say, it's over, and it's over. I didn't realize that's how easy it was. I didn't realize that you could just declare it. In fact, a couple of uh, a couple of days ago, the World Health Organization chief, General Tedros, said that this is a virtual conference. We are not there yet, but the end is in sight. So the World Health Organization says we're almost there. We're getting close. We're not at the end yet. And then Joe Biden says, yeah, the pandemic's over. I mean, look around. People aren't wearing masks. Clearly, it's over. I mean, by, by that precedent, that means if you just took your mask off to begin with, it would have been over. Because it really was the mask, wasn't it? It was the mask and the weird tape and stickers on the floor at the grocery store. And the barricades they put up at some store so you can only walk down an aisle one way. One store I went to, one, uh, one of the Wegmans grocery stores in Rochester, they actually made like little, little metal cattle um, herding things in, in their store. They put these little metal things in so you had to like walk in a maze to get somewhere. That's why people thought there was a pandemic. Because there were stickers on the floor and little yellow caution signs and don't stand too close to this and only walk down this aisle one way. And if you walk down the other way, even if it's purely by accident, although it's not an accident, you're just shopping. People look at you weird and they're calling security. He's walking down the aisle the other way. He's going to get me sick because the virus only transmits from that direction. And look, he's not wearing a mask either. Arrest him. That's why people thought there was a pandemic. Because they told you every night on the news, pandemic, 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 death, 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 stickers on the floor, yellow lines, emergency tape. 
whole sections of stores walled off. You can't touch it. Plastic over the greeting cards, plastic over this, plastic over that. It was a production. It's a production from the very beginning. And now they can just declare, well, uh, people aren't wearing masks, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's over. It's over. Detroit Auto Show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. So I don't know if this is like the real Joe Biden like the one that isn't possessed, the one that isn't, you know, the, the pedo dad. I don't know if this is the real Joe Biden, but the White House says, ho, 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 hold on a second. We're not lifting the public health emergency. We're not going to lift the public health emergency. What are you talking about? Pandemic's not over. So this is confusing. This is hard to really understand, really grasp for me as well. All of this just feels like a mind game. I got rid of the federal gas tax. No, you didn't. I'm on Congress.gov, and it says they haven't voted on it yet. I'm getting rid of your student loan debt. No, you can't. You have no authority to do that. Congress can do it, but Congress hasn't, as far as I, I know, they haven't even introduced a bill to do it, let alone voted on it, let alone cleared, uh, cleared it in, in the House and the Senate. When, when Biden is signing it, then I'll be like, yeah, sure, your student loan's going to be gone. But that ain't going to happen. And you notice that the weird thing about all this is if, if Republicans or if elephants take control of, of both houses, if, if Republicans get uh, way more, more, uh, more, more positions, more seats in Congress, if they get more uh, representatives in the House or in the Senate, it's really unlikely that come time that they are put into power and some of those Democrat seats are turned Republican in uh, 2023, it's unlikely that they're going to be voting to eliminate your student loans, that they're going to be voting to end the federal gas tax. Very unlikely that those things are going to happen, but it doesn't matter. None of that matters. None of that actually has to happen. All that has to happen is you just have to claim it. Sure, I'm getting rid of your debt. Sure, I'm getting rid of the tax. Sure, the pandemic's over. But we're not going to actually relinquish our authority. We're not going to lift the public health emergency. It's very Caesar-esque, isn't it? It's very Roman, isn't it? They're not going to relinquish the emergency powers. Why would they relinquish the emergency powers? Why would they relinquish the public health emergency? And I love how if you look at right wing media, they're like, Joe Biden's lying. He said that the pandemic's over, but the White House won't release the, 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 the public health emergency. And it's like. Knock, knock. Is anybody home? Joe Biden wasn't elected until 2021. Trump put that public health emergency in place. He declared it, not Biden. The Biden administration just took that and said, sure, we'll extend it. You notice how nobody was angry over the public health emergency when Trump declared it? All the yellow, orange, green, blue, purple haired mental Patients all were like, yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll take we a public health emergency. Absolutely. And then the Biden administration just said, uh, we'll extend it even further and further 
and further and further and further and further. And then he says, hey, it's over. The pandemic's over. And they're like, no, we're not going to get rid of the public health emergency. So they just tell you things. They're not true. People believe them and they're like, yeah, I'm going to go vote for them because they, 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 they did all this great stuff. To me, that's really scary. But that's the, the, the current state of mental and psychological affairs in the United States. That's a disturbing thing to me. But maybe a lot of it is just purely raw. It's just a lot of media. It's just hype. And, and this none of this is actually reality. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Check it out. Subscribe to the show. Buy one of my books. You support us. You keep us on air Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. Questions, comments, concerns, want to share something with me, rdgable at yahoo.com. A lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. So it's taken months, but my new book, Liberty Shrugged, is finally available. Nearly 700 pages with archived images. It will leave you fascinated and wanting more. See, hatred for America and the Constitution is based on misconceptions of history and the rule of law. Charges of racism, sexism, and bigotry don't hold up to history and context. They stem from nullifiers who wanted to replace the Constitution and maintain hierarchy, as with the Confederate Constitution, which aimed to preserve the institution of slavery. But racism was not the foundation of that institution. It was a final justification to defend an institution which had existed forever and for which Western civilization and colonialism was actually taking steps to end. Africans and Arabs organized slave trading far exceeding anything in the Atlantic, and some continue to this day. Also, a woman's role in household duties was as systemic as a man's role in the legislature or on the battlefield. Indian tribes, when they weren't at war with one another, were choosing sides with the Europeans. See, we can't address history from the air-conditioned seats of a progressive university and pass judgments on men, women, and events that we know nothing about. My book, Liberty Shrugged, attempts to dispel countless historical, cultural, and social myths in order to find an objective understanding of history, the present, and the future. It's Liberty Shrugged at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope you'll get a copy today for yourself, for your friends, for your family. I think you'll really enjoy it. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Thanks, Ryan. This is David Knight with TheDavidKnightShow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. 
Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website. Our email, rdgable at yahoo.com. If you'd like to contact us, share with us whatever you'd like to share with us, news articles, pictures. A lot of people email me with guest ideas. I don't have a producer. So I don't always have time to reach out to those guests. If you'd like to reach out to those guests, I'd really appreciate that. You can just use my name, Ryan Gable, and The Secret Teachings, of course, and then email me and let me know that you've done that. Also, if you have an opportunity, just a few seconds, please go to your podcast or radio application or player and leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Give us one, two, three, four, five stars. And make sure that review submits because a lot of people are saying that they're submitting the review and then it's still there a day later. They have to go back and submit it a second time. A couple of people have done that recently. Really appreciate it because it makes the show look good. If you actually like what we do here and you leave us a good review, it plays well on social media and on podcast apps and other places you find the show. and lets other people who don't know about us see that we have a good audience and we have people that trust in what we say and what we do. And hopefully they'll stop by and take a listen on occasion as well. Although it is, it is a little bit difficult when you don't just cover the same thing every night. And when you don't really have a point of view that you're trying to cram down your audience's throat or they're absorbing it because they have the same point of view. You know, when you look at our, our list of shows, it goes from cryptozoology to UFOs, and then it jumps to what we're talking about tonight. It goes to psychology. It goes here and there and everywhere. And some people find that kind of kind of strange. Like, don't you just talk about the same thing? Like, just talk about one thing or just ha- why don't you have this viewpoint? And I actually had somebody else this week ask me why I'm not a Christian. It sounds like what I'm talking about is Christian. I don't know where they're getting that. And then I had somebody else tell me, that um, I was too Christian. So I, I don't know how you listen to this show and think that I'm a Christian, but then other people hear the same show and think, why isn't this guy a Christian? He says things that sound Christian. It's very confusing to me. What's also confusing to me is when pa- how it's like when power is up for grabs, like there's a state of emergency. Everybody wants you to know that those people in power that might have the authority or they might have the ability to do something to act in a state of emergency or something like that, natural disaster, health emergency, etc. Those people always want you to know that they're in charge. They have the power. They are going to use their power to obtain even more power and that you need to know to follow their orders or you could be arrested, you could be fined, you could be kicked out of your family for not agreeing. You, you could have friends and, 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 and family and close 
people to you that look at you and tell you that you're insane, you're crazy, you're not doing what the governor told you to do. You're not doing what the media told you to do. You're weird. You're dangerous. You're a terrorist. We've heard all these charges, right? But when the opposite happens, when power is relinquished or when orders are expired and they don't get renewed, it's done with this very quiet tiptoe. It's kind of like this, auditorily. There's a state of emergency. You have to wear a mask. You have to take a vaccine. You have to lock down. You have to quarantine if you're healthy. You have to walk a certain way in the aisle because the virus will transmit. You have to stand behind plexiglass. You have to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, or we will fine you. We will put you in jail. We will shut down your business. We will destroy your lives. You have to follow our orders. And then when courts rule, those orders are unconstitutional. They're illegal. They're unlawful. When a federal judge in Florida says you can't enforce the mask mandate on public transportation, the CDC doesn't have the statutory authority to implement that. When the Supreme Court says OSHA doesn't have the statutory authority to implement the vaccine mandate, it's more like this. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the, you know, they said that you don't have to you don't have to do it. Um, but um, yeah, in other news, really quiet. Nobody really wants to admit, hey, we were wrong. Hey, we didn't have the authority. Hey, we lied to you. Something that should be the front page of every newspaper in the country barely makes alternative media, barely makes it into the daily discussions of the COVID-19 pandemic, which for a lot of people is still going strong, although Joe Biden said that it's over. According to a September 14th notice from the U.S. Marines, They will, quote, not enforce any order to accept COVID-19 vaccination, administratively separate or retaliate against Marines in the class for asserting statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Involuntary administrative separation, processing of class members for refusing COVID-19 vaccination is suspended. Now, I don't know if you picked it up. If you're just joining us, you didn't hear me read this earlier. This is from the U.S. Marines, and they are telling their soldiers, you do not have to get the COVID-19 vaccine. We will not separate or retaliate or terminate you from the Marines for, quote, asserting statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, end quote. That's directly from the Marines September 14th, about a week ago, 2022. And if you'd like a copy of it, I can send this to you. It's directly from marines.mil. And it tells you that they will not enforce the vaccine mandate. Why? It's another reason, another question. It's because a Florida judge, just like in the mask mandate, Situation where the judge said, no, you can't enforce this. You don't have the statutory authority. Well, U.S. District Court judge in Florida, Stephen Maryday, issued an injunction against the Department of Defense. This was late August. This injunction allowed U.S. Marines with religious exemptions to refuse COVID vaccine mandates imposed by the Biden administration. It's also important to note that under that series of seemingly unimportant words in that uh, order from the Marines, asserting statutory rights. That means that 
the Biden administration. That means the Department of Defense. That means Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. That means the federal government violated the statutory rights of those Marines. That's important because that means the Marines had those rights. They just didn't assert them, and therefore those rights were violated. And now a federal judge has said, this has to end. And so the Marines are suspending their vaccine mandate. This is what I told you from the very beginning. Policies, mandates, resolutions are not laws. They cannot legally be enforced, especially and particularly if those mandates, policies, and executive orders are issued without any kind of statutory backing. And in those orders, those policies, those resolutions, those mandates, those executive orders that had no statutory backing, they tell you, you don't actually have to follow this because we don't have the authority to implement it, which is what the city council here in Tucson did. They had no authority. So they just said, well, you don't really have to do it. But and the health department was very serious when you called them and said, hey, does, does a business have to enforce this? They're like, no, 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 you do not have to enforce it. Because they know that it's illegal. They know they can be sued, but they're just going to just kind of float this perception of power over you so you think you have to follow those orders when you don't because they're not actual orders they're demands by psychopaths and tyrants you don't have to follow them you don't have to do them regardless of the intimidation so asserting statutory rights means that those marines had those rights violated it also means as again i've been telling you for a couple of years now that you have to declare your rights, you have to assert your rights in order for them to be accepted within the legal framework of the system as it exists. So, for example, when I sent out all of those vaccine exemption templates, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer, But I sent out these exemption template examples based on other lawyers, other attorneys, based on the law, based on things that anybody can look up, based on uh, uh, federal law, state law, etc. And we started out our, 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 um, our template by saying, I declare. You don't request. You don't request from people who are demanding without any authority that you follow their orders. You demand and declare to them... As they are a public servant to you, you declare, I am not going to follow your orders. They are illegal, and I am not going to participate. You have to declare your rights. Just like the Marine said, if you're a Marine and you assert your statutory rights, then you don't have to get the vaccine. But if you don't assert them and you just say, I'm not going to get it. Screw you. Well, then they can do things to you. Then they can retaliate against you. It's still probably really illegal. But if you don't have a reason for refusing, then you're just, you're just refusing. And that means you're being, you're being a, a, a bad person. You want to hurt other people. It's insubordination. But if you assert your rights, then it's a different story. 
That is so important. That is so key. That is the whole thing right there. You assert your statutory rights and boom, the whole thing explodes and disappears. See how easy that is? Assert your statutory rights. Boom, it's gone. Federal judge says, you can't do this. The Marines say, yes, sir. Now, look, the average Marine, the average uh, higher up in the Marines, they probably don't know anything about this. They're following orders. That's what soldiers are good at, following orders. People like Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, he probably knows what he's doing. The Department of Defense probably knows what they're doing because the White House knows what they're doing. They're trying to get good soldiers out of the military, out of police forces, out of firefighting, out of being a paramedic. They want to get good people out of any kind of social civil service, out of the military, and they want to fill it with their mind-controlled, brain-dead, brainwashed zombies. But we've just had federal judge after federal judge after court after court say you can't do these things. It's illegal. It's unlawful. You don't have the authority. And immediately the Marines snapped to attention. Yes, sir. We will not enforce this vaccine mandate. And why is it you won't enforce it? Well, they didn't need the federal judge to say that because the Marines openly declared we violated your statutory rights. So as long as you claim that you have these rights, which you do, then you're out. It's as easy as that. And maybe this is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, I'm not an attorney. But I do understand the origin, the etymology, the root of certain words. And I do understand how those words are used in sentences. I understand them in psychological terms and how a single word can change the definition or change the, the, the expression, can change the, the legality of something. So it's pretty simple to understand the Marines are saying, if you assert your statutory rights as a soldier, you don't have to get the vaccine. And a federal judge just backed that up. That's all that they did. So basically, the White House, the DOD, just like you know your hospital or your business, a lot of them don't know. A lot of them are scared they're, they're going to be fined or shut down or they're, they're going you know, to be investigated. But a, a, a lot of them either don't know or they do know, and they just hope that you follow orders. Just, just, just do it. A friend of mine lives back east in West Virginia, and he said the business he works for, they sent out this vaccine requirement. He does like, um, kind of does like building maintenance and, and not construction, but more like building maintenance. Um, and if he's listening right now, if, if, if uh, Joey's listening, maybe I got that wrong. I thought you did building maintenance. Um, but he had sent out a, um, or he sent me a, a, a copy of the letter that his, his boss or their corporate people had sent him saying that they had to get the vaccine. And he contacted me because he didn't want to get it. And he knew I was giving out these templates and they were working. So I sent him the template and we talked on the phone. And because we, we go back like 13, 14 years, we've been friends, uh, my oldest friend. And um, we were looking at, he had to fill out these like eight or nine questions and then had to like fill out, I don't know if it was like a little essay thing and then like eight or nine questions. It was like some corporate thing for the business he worked for. And so we went through the questions and most of the questions were written in a way that were 
that were misleading. So if you answered them in, in slightly the wrong way, then they would use that answer against your overall exemption demand or de- declaration. So we read this thing, we put it together and we sent it and his boss came back and said, hey, that's way more complicated than it needs to be. All you have to do is say, I'm opting out. And that was as easy as it was. And he got out of it. And that's how easy it's been for a lot of people. You just say, eh, not going to participate. For others, it's not been that easy, of course, but this is what the Marines are saying. You assert your statutory rights. Well, you don't have to get the vaccines. That's simple. Now, again, this isn't about vaccines. It's not about politics. It's about what is legal, what is lawful, and it's about psychology. The Marines have actively violated your rights. And then as a Marine, if you say I'm asserting my rights, then they back off. It's that simple. And I don't see how this isn't a bigger story. I don't see how this isn't on the front page of every newspaper. Well, it's probably because the fourth branch of government that is the mainstream media in collusion with big banks, big corporations, and big government don't want you to know that they actually don't have the power that they want you to think that they have. All the governors, all the power-hungry, greedy, corrupt so-called leaders that shut down businesses and told businesses to put sticky tape on the floor to guide you where to walk like an animal. All the people that told you to put on a mask, all that. It was all an illusion. None of it was actually real. Did you know that? It was all fake. Nobody had the authority. None of it was legal. None of it was lawful. None of it was based on statutory rights. Like, what can the CDC actually do? What rights does the CDC have to enforce this mask mandate? None. But they did it anyway. Until a higher authority came and said, you don't have that authority. Get the hell out of here. And they were like, yeah, yep, yep. We'll get back in place now. See, it's not America. It's not the republic that's bad. It's people that take advantage of it that are bad. It's people that violate the law. It's people that do illegal things. It's criminals. It's scumbags. It's power hungry, psychotic. In the case of our governor in New York at the time, borderline rapists who want power, who exercise their power. And then when they're called out for it and it's decided, hmm, this person, uh, they did some bad stuff. It's really obvious. So we have to burn them. Then they get booted from office and then they put Kathy Hochul in place in New York, who's even probably worse than Cuomo. Not elected. And now she's projected to win the election by massive numbers, even though. I mean, where is the woman's support? In the state of New York, if you live there, I still know people that live there. Nobody wants this woman to be elected. So what about Governor Newsom? What about all the other governors who were partying with? How about the doctor, that famous doctor who was like, wear a mask, get a vaccine. But he's partying on a boat with a bunch of uh, half naked women. Remember that? The guy who was that Miami doctor. Wear a mask. Don't you be seen with other people without a mask and don't be seen with other people at all. Just social distance. But he's on a boat. You know, getting a BJ, banging a bunch of women like it's some fantasy porno, and that's okay. Newsom can go to parties, and that's okay. 
Newsom can go to football games. Celebrities can go. No mask, no social distancing. It's all okay. Which tells you the whole thing was a fraud from the beginning. And now, as we're learning that the whole thing has been a fraud and the scarf lady from the White House said that she knew, she knew the vaccines weren't going to work, but she said we believe that they'll work. But we know that I knew that they weren't going to work, she says. And then the tiny little elf guy, he's making sure he retires before Republicans get control of Congress to launch a full-scale investigation of him. Even though if that happens, they'll probably do it anyway. But now he's leaving office because he, I mean, in the middle of a pandemic, the White House says the pandemic's still ongoing, but Fauci's going to leave? I thought he was a leader. Joe Biden says the pandemic's over. The White House says, no, 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 no. We're not lifting that public health emergency. That gives us all the power that we need to get even more power. But just keep telling them that they won't have student loans. Keep telling them they won't have to pay gas taxes. Keep telling them that everything is great. Inflation is at a a record low. Just keep telling them the cost of goods are down. They're not up. Just keep telling them that the world is safer, that they're safer. Just keep getting your boosters. Just keep doing what we tell you to do. Just keep doing it because, well, if you don't do it, we don't have power anymore. So keep doing it. Keep following our illegal, unlawful, illusionary powers, dictates, dictums, orders, resolutions, policies that are all in violation of federal and state. And in some cases, what we would declare to be international law like human rights violations, things that people need to be buried beneath a jail for. And yet, we just continue on as normal because the White House says, hey, we're not going to lift that public health emergency, even if Biden says that the pandemic is over. It's all just a big game. You want proof that it's a big game? Here's proof that it's a big game. I read this to you last week on the show. The World Economic Forum published this last week. In fact, the same day that the Marines announced the Marine Corps announced that they won't have uh, have the enforcement of the of the vaccine mandate anymore. And as long as you declare your statutory rights, you have to declare them. So if you're in the military, you know somebody in the military, that's what you have to do. You have to declare that you have statutory rights and then they back off. That's official from the It's 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 literally uh, the Marine Corps website says that. Tell us you have rights and. You're good. This is the World Economic Forum. It says, my carbon, an approach for inclusive and sustainable cities. And there's a lot more here to break down, but there's one paragraph in particular that really is something that you should read for yourself. At the very least, listen to me quote it for you from the WEF website. It says this, COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility. COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility. A huge number of unimaginable restrictions for public health were adopted by billions of citizens across the world. There were numerous examples globally of maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, mass vaccinations, and acceptance of contact tracing applications for public health which demonstrated the core of individual social responsibility. Now, I'm not sure about you, but I've read a lot of history books. 
I've also read quite a bit about the history of communism in particular as a textbook operation. Not only in 1952 did the communists lie about a virus, and in fact a series of viruses, and wasted resources, medical supplies, spread chemical uh, concoctions all over, all over the cities because they wanted to kill the viruses and made people wear masks and social distance and then told them, oh, it's all made up, just all big fraud and there's no viruses. It happened in 1952, 1953, Beijing, China. It's in the history books. But beside all that, I find the term social responsibility eerily similar to collectivized responsibility. What is better for the collective? Now what's better for you? What's good for the collective? And of course, the direction of the collective is always organized not by the individuality of the individuals in the collective. It's organized and directed by those that control the collective. Because communism is the ultimate form of literal, by definition, and symbolic definition as well, fascism. The collective is the bundle of twigs and the axe is the party in the Politburo. So to say that COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility means billions of people, billions of citizens adopted the social distancing, the masks, the vaccines, and the contact tracing in a demonstration of individual social responsibility, i.e. collectivized responsibility. They just bowed down. They knelt down. They followed orders. They did what we told them to do. Sovereignty didn't matter. The rule of law didn't matter. Human rights didn't matter. Individual opinions didn't matter. What you want as an individual or as a family didn't matter. What mattered was what the UN and the World Health Organization said. What mattered was the CDC and Bill Gates. What matters is World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab. That's what matters. And people are so on to the Great Reset now, he's had to change the name of his book. And it's not like a Bernstein bear kind of a thing. I have a copy of the Great Reset. It's now been changed. If you go to Amazon or anywhere else, they're selling his blueprint for global enslavement. It's called the Great Narrative. They changed the definition. They changed the terminology. And in the United States, we're seeing the donkeys, in large part, shift blame to the elephants. And we're watching the public consume it and think, oh, the donkeys are really here to help us. The donkeys and elephants, neither one of them are here to help you. Neither is Klaus Schwab. This is about social compliance with the dictates of an unelected world government. That's what this is all about. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. A lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. Thanks again. Um, this is very refreshing, and I look forward to talking with you more soon, Ryan. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, author of Dive Manual, Empirical Investigations of Mysticism, uh, website divemind.net, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable, my man. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email R D gable at yahoo.com visit the facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
I hope that you'll check out my new book, Liberty Shrugged. I wrote Liberty Shrugged to provide historical context and to dispel many of the myths that we learn about in American history. Inside the nearly 700-page book, you'll learn about meritocracy, the differences between civil liberties and civil rights, and how Western civilization didn't start slavery, but ended it as an institution that had existed for thousands of years. How many of the founding fathers did indeed own slaves, but what was peculiar about this was that these men would fight to end the institution for a variety of reasons. We look at the real causes of the American Revolution and the American Civil War. We prove without a doubt that slavery was in no way, shape, or form the cause of current socioeconomic issues which affect all people regardless of their color. In other words, this book dispels countless divisive social, cultural, and historical myths in an attempt to objectively find humble gratefulness in the American experience. Get your copy of Liberty Shrugged at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fall out back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. So it was all just a test of social responsibility, according to the World Economic Forum. COVID-19 was just a demonstration of how billions of people could be forced by their own will to maintain social distancing, wear a mask, take a vaccine, accept contact tracing for public health, all based on subtle psychological and sometimes brazen psychological manipulations and distortions of reality, facts, and details. And according to the World Economic Forum, COVID-19 demonstrated the core of individual social responsibility. In other words, individual adherence to the collectivized mob, which is organized and directed not by the individual in the mob, but by those setting the parameters for the collectivized mob. Those that set up the barricades, that set up the lines where the mob has to march. The hive mind. People think the hive mind is a computer and everybody plugged into the computer. That's not the hive mind. The hive mind is an ideology. 
It's a belief system that can change at any time. It's a belief system wherein we were told vaccines are safe and effective. They'll keep you healthy. You won't get sick. Then we were told there's breakthrough cases. Then we were told, well, there's a lot of breakthrough cases. Then we were told there's a lot more breakthrough cases. Then the evidence starts to come out. Pages of Pfizer documents and the FDA lying about thousands of side effects. They don't even have a clue. Except the ones that are very well known, such as blood clots, myocarditis, and things like sterility. Oops, maybe we should investigate the menstrual problems more, Dr. Fauci said. Maybe we should investigate why men are having testicular problems. Why those that take vaccines have lower sperm counts. Then we were told by the scarf lady that this whole thing she knew wasn't going to work. She even said it. She said, we knew the vaccines weren't going to work. I knew they weren't going to work, but we believe they work, so you should still get them. You should still get them. I could play the clip for you if you want. Got it right here. For time's sake, I don't think I will right now, but maybe by the end of this segment, we'll play some of these other clips. Then we were told to take antiviral drugs. Oh, the antiviral drugs will help. Then they've approved another new booster. Get your new booster, but it's approved only under EUA, like all the other vaccines, so they can't technically force you to get it. We learned that the CDC had no statutory authority to end evictions or to enforce mask mandates on public transportation. We learned that OSHA had no authority to enforce vaccine mandates on businesses with 100 or more employees. And although the Supreme Court upheld the medical vaccine mandate or the medical industry vaccine mandate, you could still opt out of it if you had a religious or medical reason. We also just learned this past week that the U.S. Marine Corps is telling their Marines that if you assert your statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, you will not have to receive that vaccine as a condition of being in the military. Marines.mil has the story. Interim guidance regarding Marines requesting religious accommodation from COVID-19 vaccination requirements, September 14th. You notice that they say requesting, yet the official statement of the Marine Corps is they will, quote, not enforce any order to accept COVID-19 vaccination administratively separate or retaliate against Marines in the class for asserting statutory rights under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Not requesting statutory rights, asserting those rights because you have them. You have to declare them. You have to assert them. You have to inform ignorant or sometimes psychologically playful psychopaths that you have those rights, you're aware of those rights, and you're going to assert them, declare them, and retain them. Turns out that the Marines issued that statement because, unbeknownst to a majority of the population, U.S. District Court of Florida Judge Stephen Maryday issued an injunction against the Department of Defense in late August 
which allows Marines with religious objections to refuse COVID vaccine mandates imposed by the Biden administration. I thought he loved the military. We recognize that the whole point of all of this is to see who will comply. It's not my opinion. That's what the World Economic Forum said. My carbon, an approach for inclusive and sustainable cities, they openly tell you COVID-19 was the test of social responsibility. It has nothing to do with actually keeping you healthy. If it was about keeping you healthy, they would be telling you to stop smoking, stop drinking, or at least don't do it so much. Cut back on your consumption of heavy doses of salts and sugars and fats and processed foods. This has been known for decades, but they don't care about health. They're using poor health to justify the definition, which has been redefined, of pandemic. They've redefined vaccine. They've redefined recession. They've redefined everything like it's a 1984 dictionary. Did you know that the NIH, and we talked about this when we first heard this story months ago, and I think I might even have a little paragraph on it in my book, The Technological Elixir, available at thesecretteachings.info. The NIH is claiming that they own part of the COVID-19 vaccine. Did you know that? Because Moderna signed an agreement with them. And this was before the so-called pandemic. Joe Biden is now telling us that the pandemic is over. The pandemic is over. It's over. Nobody's wearing masks. Look at this. No, there's no masks. Of course the pandemic's over. But the ABC News says, no, the experts tell us it's not over. And the White House says, we're not lifting public health emergencies or the public health emergency. We're not going to lift that. We're going to keep that in place. At least until after the midterms, probably until the next presidential election. And then we'll just keep it in place indefinitely because we are Caesar. We are God. We rule the empire. The other thing about this that I find stunning is that, well, that public health emergency wasn't even put in place by Joe Biden. And yet the Republican right wing media is telling us that why won't the White House get rid of the public health emergency? Biden said that it's over. The pandemic is no more. And the Republicans are saying we have to we have to get rid of this emergency or we have to just we have to keep using the drugs and keep getting the vaccines. And yet the Democrat establishment is saying very little and slowly backing away from their policies. Eh, the pandemic's not really there. And oh yeah, the vaccines, you guess you don't really have to get them. But they got the mainstream of American society to accept the narrative and now they're proceeding forward with it. Shifting responsibility from people like Gavin Newsom, people like Cuomo and Hochul, people like Fauci, the NIH, the CDC, and they're putting it onto the back of the elephant now. It's as it's the elephant's fault. And I'm not defending the elephant. I'm saying that they're just finding a scapegoat for their failed policies, for the lives and the businesses that they destroyed, for the people that they killed with their policies. They've mirrored literally every aspect from the language to the policies, to the language in the policies, the orders, the mandates, none of which are lawful or legal. One big psychological game. And guess who started the public health emergency? Donald Trump, right? And he started Operation Warp Speed. 
and he still won't back off the vaccines. And now because of that, the political opposition sees an opportunity. Well, it's actually his fault. We're going to go ahead and push that responsibility over there. That is Trump's fault, not our fault. You lost your business, Trump's fault. Family break apart because people were so politically rabid or so afraid of the virus. Well, that's Trump's fault, too. We didn't do that. Vote for us. We got gas prices down to twice the cost they were three years ago. So we're good guys. Did you know that there's an agreement between Moderna and the NIH for COVID vaccines before they were ever vaccines, before they were even being talked about? Did you know that they had an agreement? Did you know that they couldn't get the mRNA vaccines approved, so they had to issue the emergency use authorization? Did you know that most places you still can't find Comirnaty, which is the approved vaccine? It doesn't exist. They approved a vaccine that isn't on the market so they could convince you to go get it. They could convince your business to fire you if you don't go get it because they told you it's the law. This is some really scary stuff. But once you realize it, it's like, oh, my God, this is like a circus. This is just like inmates running the asylum. It's so bad now that when you look at VAERS data, it's indisputable. You go back to 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You had virtually zero, like maybe a few dozen cases of myocarditis uh, or pericarditis reported to the VAERS system in children or at all. In 2021, the number jumped from a few dozen to almost 30,000, slightly dropped off in 2022 to just above 23, 24, roughly 1,000 cases. And they're running advertisements like this. Take a listen. This is an advertisement, New York Presbyterian Hospital, an advertisement, a commercial to raise awareness of myocarditis in children. Children. Take a listen. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day I had a stomach ache so bad I didn't want to do anything. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. And they gave me drugs. Swollen, something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. I mean, this is, this is so disturbingly authoritarian. The doctors gave me the vaccine. My heart swelled. I almost died. I go to the hospital, they use machines and drugs to prevent my heart from swelling further, prevent me from having a heart attack at like eight years old, and now I can be a fashion designer because the doctor saved me after they almost killed me. I know I talked over that, but here, listen to, listen to it again. They said I have something called a swollen heart, and they used, the, they used the little girl, you see, they used the little girl, she's got the mask on in the hospital, and the doctors are all standing around her like Joseph Mangala, and they're like, hmm, how can we experiment on her? Give her some drugs. Keep her heart pumping with this machine. We're going to save her life. Who is going to stand up and ask the question? Is it just going to be me? Is it going to be you? Why is this young girl suffering from a swollen heart? That's not normal at all. 
And it certainly isn't normal enough for hospitals to be running commercials on it. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day I had a stomach ache so bad I didn't want to do anything. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen, something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. Stay amazing, New York Presbyterian, Columbia, Cornell Medicine. So let me get this straight. The doctors tried to kill you, and then they saved you after they tried to kill you, and they gave you new drugs. Sounds like they experimented on this girl, and then when they saved her from death that they created, then they're also the heroes. Do you understand the level of psychological distortion, the level of mental gymnastics that people have to jump through to listen to this, to watch this, and actually think this is totally normal? Good things we have, good thing we have doctors that can help these little girls that want to be fashion designers. See, they focus on the fashion designer. She's a little girl. So that's what draws you into the story. And then you notice when she says myocarditis, the way that the script is written, it's like something called um, myocarditis. So the rest of it is just like they read the script through. But I didn't want to do anything. So I felt really bad. Didn't want to do anything. And then when it comes to myocarditis, there's like a pause there. Listen to that pause. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. You hear the pause there? That's all psychology. Because everything else is a clean read of the script. Did she just mess up there and couldn't pronounce it? Listen again. My heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. See, she didn't say my heart. It was um severely swollen. It was called uh, myocarditis. It was, no, my heart was really swollen. I didn't feel good. I wanted to be a fashion designer. And then they told me it was, um, it was this thing. It's, it's just so random out of nowhere, and it can really hurt us. It's called, um, what's it called? Myocar- myocarditis? I think that's the name of it. This is all psychology, and it's sick. They're using little kids. They're poisoning the little kids. They're almost killing the little kids. Then they're using them to advertise for their hospitals so they can give them more drugs and experiment on them. Who's running this hospital, New York Presbyterian? It has to be like the son of Joseph Mangala. It, 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 it has to be elite, psychopathic, criminal doctors. It was my heart swollen. It's, um, what's it called? I just can't, what's the name of it? Um, anybody? What's that name? I just... Myocarditis, that's what it is. It's all psychology. It's all in the mind. That's why the pandemic never went away until they declared that it went away. Your mask, the social distancing tape, the social distancing stickers, the one-way aisles in the stores, the big signs on the side of the road in early 2020. I used to drive from just outside of Rochester where I was living to a place called Victor, one of the suburbs, to see my son. And I would drive on that road and I remember there was nobody 
on that road. It was a main road. People were terrified. This was like February, March, April, May. And they had big signs on the side of the road. Looked like a zombie movie. And the sign said everything from do your part, stay home, to don't go out, go back, turn back. Like literally, like, a, like literally, I have pictures of it on my phone somewhere. All those things made us feel like there was a deadly, deadly disease that was going to kill everybody. They predicted millions, hundreds of millions. And guess what happened? People died, and other people were scared to ask why they died. Did they die from four additional comorbidities? Or did they die because a particle got into their body? They died of the comorbidities, 95% of the deaths. Another giant chunk was 75,000 out of, what was it, 960,000 at the time, whatever that percentage is. Didn't even exist. Those people weren't even people. They were literally digits on a computer that were considered a glitch by the CDC. And now something really amazing is happening. A lot of donkeys are walking back their policies and a lot of elephants who don't want to be labeled anti-science or they truly believe in the narrative are maintaining that narrative. Joe Biden has declared that the pandemic is, well, it's over. It's no more. No more pandemic. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. So as long as you're not wearing a mask and you seem to be in pretty good shape, like you're not actually sick, there is no pandemic. So they've decided, just like the World Health Organization said a few days ago, it's not over yet. We'll make the decision when it's over. We'll, we'll declare it when it's over. And it's, it's just like with the mask mandates. Like you could go to work one day and everybody was fine, even though it was in the middle of the pandemic. But as soon as that executive order went into effect, if you came into work, you were killing people if you didn't wear the mask. And now today, this is one day after Biden said the pandemic is over. Today, September 20th, he said that on the 19th. Well, the pandemic really isn't over because the White House is telling us that they have no plan to lift the public health emergency. But that's not what was on 60 Minutes. That's not what millions of people saw on TV. So people are going to think, well, the pandemic's over. But they still maintain their emergency Caesar-esque powers, don't they? And the experts say, no, 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 it's not over. But that public health emergency was declared by Donald Trump. Shouldn't all the liberals hate that public health emergency and want it to be revoked? Trump, after all, was responsible for it, was he not? Sure, Trump was also responsible for Operation Warp Speed, and we were told that we shouldn't get these vaccines. They're not safe initially until the Democrats got power, and it could be the same way if it was Republicans. And then they told us, get the vaccines. They're safe and effective. You won't get sick. And then, well, you will get sick. And then the scarf lady says, eh, we, uh, we knew that they wouldn't work. But we believed that they would work. We thought, hmm, maybe they'll work. Didn't really know for sure, but 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I knew they wouldn't work, she says. But we believe they'll work. And you're left sitting stunned because of everything you've been told, everything you've been led to believe, everything that you've seen, all the sticky tape, all the little stickers on the floor, little barricades that tell you where you can and can't go. You've seen all this stuff. You see it on the news, it's in movies, it's in TV shows. It's just become a normal part of reality. Kind of like those TSA checkpoints, the naked body scanners. Just normal now. Well, why bother? Why bother? What do you what do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe we do believe will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, but we believe that they'll protect against infection. It's all psychology. And what did the CEO of Moderna say? He said that your vaccines are going to be like an iPhone. You're going to get them routinely. You're going to update them routinely. Stefan Bonsel of Moderna. That circulate in the world. Some of them mutate fast, like flu or COVID. Some don't. We think we can put in a single product a lot of mRNAs taking care of all those viruses and that once a year you should be able to get an annual booster, single dose, that has in the vial all those mRNAs for all those virus that are of course adapted to the strain of a season like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone, where as we know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September. Uh, and you get new apps and you get refreshed apps. And that's exactly the same idea, which is you'll get COVID and flu and RSV in your single dose and you'll get what's the best science of the moment to protect you for the strain circulating now and in the fall winter. I mean, do you even listen? Does anybody listen? Does anybody comprehend? Can I even comprehend? I don't know if I can even comprehend it, what the guy is telling you. You'll get the best science of the moment. The best science of the moment right now won't be enough to protect you from next year. Well, you'll have to get new science of a new moment, a new booster, and it will be indefinite and it will just continue on and on and on and on and on. I mean, why did God give you two arms anyway, right? Because you can go get the flu shot in one arm and then in the other arm, you can get the COVID-19 vaccination. That is why God gave you two arms. Don't you know that? So you can get both of the shots at once. That's what it's all about. According to a House panel led by the Democratic Party and the Washington Post, Trump sought to pressure the FDA on COVID vaccines. I mentioned this article a few weeks ago when it first came out. And I, I noticed something really weird in this article. And they, they told you about the, um, the various kinds of, uh, of drugs Right. They told you about like hydroxychloroquine. And remember, hydroxychloroquine was initially approved. Temporarily by the FDA, and then they thought, hmm, actually, the study suggested it was safe. But we're showing it's not actually safe because it can cause problems with the heart. It can cause different problems with blood circulation, etc. 
So they said Trump tried to force people to do this and override the FDA. And then, same article, they're talking about how later you get these vaccines and they're safe, yet these same vaccines are what is causing the blood clots. So hydroxychloroquine, which we initially told you was safe, isn't safe. We believed it was safe, but it's not safe. So don't get that. Get the vaccine, which will cause you the same side effects as hydroxychloroquine, which admittedly, yeah, sure, absolutely. I wouldn't take it. It's poison. But it's all about controlling the narrative. You should take this. And then they pull it back when Trump says you should take it. Look, he's pushing something dangerous. Well, didn't you just say it was safe? Well, the evidence shows it's not safe now. Okay, it's not safe now. So what should we do? Well, you should definitely not take hydroxychloroquine. It's not safe. It can cause heart problems. So you should take this shot. Well, doesn't that shot also cause heart problems? No, shut up. You're anti-science. It's safe and effective. You won't even get sick. Then you get sick. Then it's a breakthrough case. It's all about compliance to the ever-changing narrative. That's why Klaus Schwab changed his book from The Great Reset to The Great Narrative. It's all about social responsibility. Now we have claims that vaccine side effects and deaths it's all Donald Trump's fault but if you want to discuss Moderna and NIH and Fauci and their vaccine agreements none of that's real that's still a conspiracy theory in other words in large part Republicans and Democrats but the Democrats in particular in places like California implemented the strictest COVID responses and now Republicans are being blamed because a red White House gave money to blue states like California. So that apparently was the White House's fault. Then the Biden White House pulled money from states from their educational funds if they didn't enforce the policies. It's both parties. It's both sides. And Republicans are now going to be blamed for all of the pandemic response. And maybe they should be blamed because of all the Republican, rhino, GOP, elephant cowards who didn't want to do things when it was difficult. Now that it's easy, sure, we'll have an investigation. It's pathetic, it's cowardice, it's unimpressive, and it's disgusting. And the only thing more unimpressive and more cowardice than that are the psychopaths like Governor Newsom and others that implemented these policies, the mayors in L.A. that said, well, cut off your power and water if you have family over to your house. They get to ride off into the sunset. No investigation, no responsibility. They scapegoat it or they scape elephant it. And then they push the elephant off a cliff by declaring that their opposition is actually comprised of terrorists who hate the country who hate the rule of law and who hate the Constitution, despite the fact they violated the basic fundamental rules of nature, the rule of law and human rights for two, three years. And as the news slowly comes off, it's quietly. Nobody wants you to know that, well, they didn't really have the power to do that anyway. But now they know, as the World Economic Forum said, how easy it is to get billions of people take a vaccine, contact trace, social distance, wear a mask, etc. It's a big beta test. And I'm not making a prediction, but it seems like it was a beta test for something much bigger, much more disastrous 
Perhaps it could be climate related. I don't know. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, on the website. Now is as good a time as ever to get a water filter. We get a percentage if you buy something. Otherwise, subscribe to the show archive. Buy one of my books like Liberty Shrugged. I think you'll really enjoy it. www.thesecretteachings.info Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast tomorrow night, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. Ground Zero Radio, the most reliable way to listen.